Welcome back to Feelings of Post-Nostalgia, a podcast made by a local optimist wanting to share her inner thoughts with those wanting to listen. Hi everyone, uh, this is Mae Tomko. So today I'm going to be talking about how I found my happiness. It's been kind of requested, um, so yeah, I just want to share kind of my journey of how, not necessarily my happiness, but how I really was able to break from the shell that I created. So this all kind of started in middle school, like elementary school. I I don't really remember much. I was just kind of going along. Um, but in middle school, this is where I really started to make some friends that kind of, they didn't force me, but I was kind of pushed in a direction that was not necessarily the way I wanted to go and put me in a mindset that wasn't necessarily the best for me. So I kind of went into my quote, quote, emo phase between seventh and eighth grade. Um, So with these friends, I really wanted to fit in. So I... (laughs) So I started listening to metal and screamo music. I dressed in all black, wanted to go to a warp tour, um, and I pretended to be sad. I made everything out to be worse than it was, and I kind of forced a, I'm secluded, I won't talk to them unless they talk to me first kind of mentality, which was really not true to myself because I like to think I am a pretty sociable person and I really like meeting new people and talking to people but putting myself in this mindset forcing it on myself put me in a box because I wanted to fit the mold of a quote quote emo that my friends were to fit in and this detrimentally affected my mental state I I secluded myself I only had those few like emo friends um and a lot of my friends parents actually noticed this and they asked me if I was okay and like they would always ask um my friends to see if I was okay and they were just concerned and I think a lot of my teachers too were concerned they just noticed that I was kind of not really true to myself and the people I was hanging out with weren't really enabling me to be myself I guess I mean I will admit though I did like wearing black and I still own some of my band t-shirts um and I still do listen to Fall Out Boy so after this kind of or also during this time I wasn't going through the best um family situation either so I feel like I also kind of use this a little bit as an escape to block out all the other things were happening and I think it really did work um but overall I was just not in a good place mentally and I think I really realized this around I would say between the end of eighth grade and my freshman year of high school I pretty much realized that what I was doing was not me that I 
I really did not like listening to metal and screamo music. Um, and I did, I liked my friends, um, but they just weren't putting me in the environment that I wanted to surround myself with. So I kind of distanced myself from those friends. I stopped listening to that music, um, and I began kind of doing what I wanted to do and putting myself out there socially. I would go up to people and introduce myself rather than waiting for them to come up to me. So in high school, I was I was kind of lost because I was still in this transition period of finding myself as like every freshman and like even every senior in high school is like we're all trying to find ourselves um so I didn't know how to fit in because I wasn't emo um and I only had a few friends I was in the marching band so I kind of became friends with those people but I also didn't entirely fit in so sophomore year came around And I desperately wanted to be in a relationship because, you know, a lot of my friends were. And I felt like it was just kind of the thing to do. Um, So during the summer, like leading in a sophomore year, I really liked this guy. And I really wanted to be in a relationship with him. Deep down, I knew I didn't. But on the surface level, you know, I thought it would work out. Like he was really nice. We we had a lot in common. Um. But after going to homecoming with him and it kind of going awry, I realized that I really needed to focus on myself and my own needs before pursuing a relationship. Kind of the saying, you need to love yourself before you can love someone else. I really realized that I needed to implement that. So I started working on myself. I started reading the books I wanted. I put myself out in the world. And most importantly, I actually made my post-nostalgia account. Um, (laughs) My very first post kind of says that, or it's kind of like a message to myself that I shouldn't pursue relationships that I don't, that I know won't work out. Or if I'm not ready or something, it's kind of, it's, it's really cringy actually, but, um, it was just kind of a message to myself and that was the birth of my account. Um, so making it was kind of impulsive, but I also really wanted to have kind of like a Hannah Montana type of online life where I could truly be myself and share my thoughts with an open peanut gallery, um, kind of like a public diary. Um, but I was really surprised that over the next few years, I would make a lot of really amazing internet friends who uplifted me, helped me along the way, um, and really made me feel confident in the things I liked and who I am. Um, and one of these friends, we would talk for hours on Skype, text all the time, and we actually got to meet up in New York City in 2017. So, um, I've made a lot of friends through my Instagram account, and it's just been a really, really great community to surround myself with, a community that I was really missing um, in real life. 
So in the middle of sophomore year, after thinking, I, I thinking I had time to sort myself out, which was really only two months actually, um, I was asked out by someone. And I thought he was nice, so I thought, why not? I didn't really like him that much only as a friend, but I was just kind of like, why not? Um, but as the relationship progressed, though, I quickly realized that it wasn't, it was very one-sided. Um, so I decided to end it. We're still friendly, but not very close anymore. But the one thing I took away from that relationship, though, is the fact that I was able to recognize that I was not satisfied and my needs were not being met. I knew what I wanted and I knew what I was not getting out of the relationship. So I was really proud of myself for being able to recognize that and really assert myself in that situation. And I think that was a significant step in my journey to really figuring out what I'm looking for in a relationship and what I'm kind of looking for as an individual. So the rest of sophomore year and junior year, I stopped trying so hard. I kind of lived each day how I wanted rather than in pursuit of someone or something. And I began to develop my goals and future plans, like what college I wanted to attend, what major I wanted to study. Basically, it was the year I kind of got my shit together. <laughs> so now I'm in my senior year of high school and still working on myself and still working on my happiness. And honestly, I've kind of been lacking in the self-care department lately. And I've been getting really caught up in relationships, friendships, school. And I honestly need to listen to my own advice and take care of myself a little bit more. I haven't really veered from who I am. In fact, quite the opposite. I've really solidified who I am. And obviously, we're all still growing as people. But I feel like really last year and this year, I become very confident in who I am as a person and my goals and just the kind of people and environment I want to put myself in so I can thrive. Um, But I've really been trying to consciously slow down and simply live in the moment rather than constantly look towards the next uh, big event happening, which I usually do to keep myself going because it gives me something to push towards, like taking a weekend trip somewhere or going to a friend's party or something, I feel like this might partially be because I'm in a long-distance relationship. So it's kind of like I think of time where it's this many months or weeks or whatever until I get to see him again. And then everything in between is just kind of whatever. But I've been consciously working on just really living in the moment, living every day, appreciating every day for what it is for all the people in my life um so that was kind of a very (laughs) summarized version of my journey and obviously it's very it's a very raw version of my journey because it's still progressing and it will until I until the rest of my life but I feel like everyone's journey is really like that. Everyone's journey to figuring out 
their own happiness, what they strive for, what they really are passionate about isn't clean cut and simple. It's a multitude of ups and downs, highs and lows. Um, So I think sharing my journey will, or hopefully, um, will help people, will help let people know that it's okay that, you know, things aren't always as perfect as they may seem and that things are messy and, you know, it's okay to not really know who you are or what you're looking for. So I'm going to close this episode with some tips, I guess, or just some things that I follow that I believe helped me find my own happiness and really who I am, or can at least help detach you from a mindset that you may want to change like I did. So first is do things that you genuinely enjoy. Listen to your favorite song, play a video game you really like, wear the clothes you want. I began to listen to the music that I wanted to, which is indie and R&B, which is kind of (laughs) quite the opposite from heavy metal and screamo. Um, take a walk or take, take a nap to get your mind off of things. I did this a lot. I would just kind of detach myself and go somewhere else to really think about things. I would reflect on the situation, such as me actually realizing that I was unhappy with my personal mindset and being able to realize that I was ready for a change, that I was not happy with where I was. Um, secondly, do not force positivity. I do believe in the fake it till you make it saying, but unless you truly believe in implementing a more positive mindset in your life, nothing will change. In my situation, I felt deep down that I was suppressing my own happiness. I was the roadblock to my own self-growth. And finally, just breathe. It'll be all right. This doesn't happen overnight. This change is drastic, and I'm still on my journey, as I said before, and I believe many others are as well. Finding yourself and your passions can take a lifetime full of searching, but once you find it, the world really opens up. So I hope sharing my story of not necessarily self-discovery, but rather just myself in general has helped you reflect maybe um or just simply learn more about me um and i want to encourage people to search for their own happiness in any form and then not suppress themselves from finding it thanks for listening Mm -hmm.